Hello and welcome back, past, present, and future Oxies. This is April with the Oxlife by Nalcap podcast, back again with another episode. We are joined with Aliza once again, our friend in Galicia in her small pueblo. Hello, everyone. Okay, so in this episode of The Ox Life, we're going to talk about hashtag Pueblo life, specifically the culture of what is a Pueblo. I actually follow this like hashtag on Instagram called Pueblos con Encanto, which in English is like Pueblos with Charm. And you can see the cutest little pueblos all around Spain, places that like maybe not a lot of people, not a lot of touristic people would visit, but are so beautiful and rich with culture that maybe you should think about it. (laughs) So Aliza is in a pueblo in Galicia. Can you tell them again the name of your pueblo? So I am in a pobra de trives and pobra is a pueblo in Galician. And how many people again are in your pueblo? There are approximately 2,000 people and it's in the middle of the mountains in Orense province. So it's quite isolated. Wow, I cannot, but I'm sure that the views are beautiful. Oh my God, no, it's actually gorgeous. Like it is like such, I like not to be even dramatic, but it really is actually a blessing. It is such a beautiful place. The way the town is set up is like, there's like the town center and like the commercial, commercial area. And like, but surrounded by all that is like, just like this mountainous, like picturesque, like landscape. And it's just so beautiful. Like there, and also like, I don't know. There's so many like beautiful hiking routes. It's it's lovely. I can't say enough good things about. I I know Galicia is so green and so beautiful. And you know when people yes. think about Spain, they always think of like Sevilla. They think of Ibiza. They think of the beach. And then a lot of people truly miss the north of Spain, which is so beautiful, like Galicia, Asturias, País Vasco, so green. And like they also have a beautiful coast. Oh my God, I know. I feel like it's literally like whoever, whoever is in the minute, like the Ministry of Tourism needs to start, they need to start getting on this because it's a beautiful place. And like people need, I feel like when I first went to Asturias and Galicia, I literally felt like, is this a joke? Why didn't anyone tell me this before? This is so beautiful. So no, it's like I, I don't know why it's such a hidden gem, but like it really is. And I think it's something that like I don't know if the least people necessarily like, yeah, like, you want to protect this or not, but like I think that it annoys some people from here that it's like when people think of Spain, you only think about like Sevilla and stuff like that. But like it's I I'm I'm definitely biased, but I think it's like probably one of the most beautiful places in Spain. I, I honestly I agree. And speaking about Galicia. In your time in Galicia, what have you learned about the Galician culture? Because I, from what I've heard, from what I've seen, I love it. It's my vibe, super witchy, very Celtic, right? 
very Celtic, very witchy. That's and also just like a lot of fun. I mean, I'm just like, you know, you can say that about a lot of different cultures in Spain. Everyone just kind of is like here to have like a good time with their family. But like, yeah, I mean, to speak to the Celtic piece is like bagpipes are like they're like one of their main instruments. Like it's very Celtic. I um to speak to the witchy piece, I was having like a Thanksgiving set like you know thing that introduced them to like some like American culture and we ended up having like a mix of like some it was like an American Galician mix because we have this this one bar we go to which is amazing and they always let us like kind of do whatever we want there so like we brought all our food to this bar we set up a table and the woman who works at the bar at the end of our dinner brought out this like cauldron type like witch's brew it's called a quemada and it's something that you know I asked them like when do you guys do this like "Eh, kind of whenever but like mostly on I forget the saints for this but like June 23rd is like a big day where they do this but it's just alcohol um, San June 23rd I think it's like San Juan or San Jordi or San Juan I don't know because I know that like in Alicante on the 23rd it's like San Juan maybe it's the same I don't know I don't know it, it might be, honestly, I'm, I'm not going to butcher it, but I know it's like the 23rd, 24th, but like, it's this alcohol, super potent, it's made from like coffee grounds, and I'm forgetting the berry, it's not like a typical berry you would eat, but like, it just lit on fire, the whole thing, it's called, it's, it's like, that's why it's called a quemada, quemada cause it's and on so fire. like, yeah, so the whole alcohol situation is like, burning these like, blue flames, and like, there's this like, incantation or something that you have to like, say over it and so like the woman who runs the bar she like brings down like this incantation that just like basically gibberish and like Galician basically and it's just like saying random not like gibberish but like random like spell type things and so like two of the teachers who I'm friends with did the spell and then we all like it's I it's disgusting the drink is vile to me it's like burning <laughs> coffee grounds like whatever but like very very high it's like moonshine quality alcohol content but yeah so yes that's the witchy thing you're definitely on point with that but I can't. a lot of burning stuff also I feel like that's a very Spain thing it's like we're yeah. gonna set some things on fire and we're gonna love it and you know what I love that honestly I love it I love how they burn so many things here like in Valencia they have the fires and they burn Fias, yeah uh, they burn things there but that's wild so in um you've been in Galicia for how many months now uh, I guess like six, going on six months. And what is your favorite food? Um, favorite like typical Galician food is caldo gallego, which is just like a soup. It kind of has like seafood, kind of has whatever mm-hmm. going on in it. But like the most typical food to eat would be pulpo. That's yes. like the iconic, even in iconic, and even in like the interior. Like we have, it's called like pulpo de feria. So like. Twice a month we have feria, which is basically like a street market, like kind mm-hmm. of like a little El Rastro coming through. Um, yeah, the Mercadillo, they have that also in my my boyfriend's Pueblo. Like every, yeah. every week there's like a little market that comes and then people yell at you, come on, buy this, this. Yes, 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 exactly. And so that happens on the 1st and the 15th of the month. And on that on the first and the fifteenth, the pulperas come, so like the the people who cook the pulpo, and so it's like boiled. So like they stand outside of like mm-hmm. different restaurants, and they like drop 
the pulpo like one, two, three. It's called something like scaring. The technique is called like scaring the pulpo or something in Spanish or because like you have to be like, what? No, but it's, it's dead. It's you're not like burning it alive. <laughs> but like, <laughs> that's it's already like, dead. Yes. But um, so on the first and the 15th, like me and like the teachers I um, teach with um, have like a pulpo lunch and every first and 15th we all come together so you know pulpo it's fine but like the like energy and like yeah. the memories I have around it like that like raises it for me I just like it's just like food brings people together you know in general Absolutely. food always brings people together and I actually did a very interesting lesson like at school last year about gastrodiplomacy which is like a concept of how people can make international relations through food anyways about the mercadillo ah obsessed i love it so i had my first well obviously in madrid we have the rastro but i felt like when i went to the little mercadillo in the in my boyfriend's pueblo my boyfriend's pueblo by the way is in zamora which is quite it's like quite close to galicia actually it's pretty close yeah right outside and um I just remember walking down the street in Benevente, it was the Mercadillo in Benevente, and like the people just shout at you, guapa, zapatos for this much. And I'm like, okay. And then I bought so many shoes. I think I bought like four pairs of shoes. They were, I love As you should, as you should. So do you have any memorable moments in your Pueblo so far? Oh, yeah. I mean, I have, I think one Okay, two that stick out to me is one was just like this very fun like party day we had. It was called like Pantondo Taberna and like basically it was like groups of different like musical groups would come around to all the different bars in town and like sing like traditional Galician, Spanish, like whatever songs and like everyone would just like sing them together and then you kind of like move along to the next group like with like the different like singing like band and things like that and it was like this musical bar crawl that was just like so much fun um and then just like kind of a more like sentimental memory of being here it was actually pretty recent um i i like to draw a lot um and i normally do watercolors but like if i'm just um hanging out at a cafe or something like i'll sketch with pen and so one day i was like there's this one cafe we go to a lot that has like one floor and then like another floor and you can kind of see down to the center mm -hmm. and so I was sketching this like um this older gentleman who was like reading a newspaper and drinking his coffee and so like I posted on Instagram and Twitter whatever and I showed like months like a month or so later um one of my uh friends who is a teacher that I taught with um at the high school and um she was like oh my god like that's like you know this person and like and, and she, like she recognized who it was immediately she showed her friend and she's like who's this and she's like that's Tio like that's my uncle like whatever and so like this guy is like apparently like the most tree-based person of all tree-based like he's lived there forever his family's like been there forever and like she texted him about it like the picture and he was like I need to have this like <gasps> picture and like he was so hype about it and like he kept texting her and was like do you like um i don't know like he was like like do you have a picture etc and he's like i want to 
like I finally gave it to her and he was like I want to come thank her in person for it and so like he came where we were getting drinks and like he was like you have to sign it and he seemed like so so happy and that like that I was I don't know I was dying it was awesome and then he comes back like 20 minutes later with like a photocopy and then both in frame he was like one for me and then one for the cafe slash bar and so now right now like that painting is like hanging up in the bar and like I just was so like honored slash proud and it just like made me so happy so that was just like a very cute moment I had that's amazing that is so that's so amazing but like so he's like one of the people who his family's from this town and I have a question generations generations in your town so um I mentioned my boyfriend's town in Samora it's super small less than 100 people and when I went there, um, they had nothing. In your town, do you have supermarkets? Do you have banks? Do you have, yeah. Cause Cause I imagine like, is the, where your boyfriend's family live, like, is it like on the outskirts of Zamora or is it like yes. in, like by the train station? No, it's, de- it's like, it's actually closer to Benevente. It's about 20, 25 minutes drive outside of Benevente. Um, super small. When I got there, it was, it's actually quite funny because like I didn't know what I was getting into. I was not prepped. He didn't tell me yeah. anything. He's like, we're going to go visit my grandparents in the Pueblo in Zamora, Fiera. The Pueblo is called Fiera de Valverde. And the first time I went there, um, we stopped in Benavente and he's like, okay, let's buy some food. He's like, I'm going to take out money. And I didn't buy anything. I was like, okay, whatever. I'm not, I was like, I'm not in a rush. We'll see what I need when I get there. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I get there. no no supermarket no bank no pharmacy but of course there's a bar there's no there's no school there there is a medical center but they told me that it's only open two days a week um Mm -hmm. which i feel is quite concerning considering the majority of people who live there are old no that's a really big controversy like i I was talking to them like to some of the teachers about this and about how like a lot of of like the rural hospitals have been like closing you know and it's like just because like you know pueblos are kind of like decreasing in like mm-hmm. population doesn't mean like people don't live there and the people who live there like you said need a lot of medical attention so it's it's definitely something that's like pretty controversial like yeah I feel like in Spain there's a lot of protests about that but yeah. yeah and I think like um I believe like the pueblo like uh, someone told me, like, I was telling, oh, I went to my boyfriend's pueblo, it's very small. And then they called it España Profunda or España Vacía, like empty Spain, because everybody leaves mm-hmm. the pueblos yeah. to go to the big cities, but there's still people there. And, but like when I went there, nothing, absolutely nothing. So I felt so bad because everybody was paying for me, you know, because I didn't take out any money. I only had a card. And the, and the one bar in the town, only accepted cash so no ATM nothing yeah so I I was like I felt so bad that I you know I everybody was paying for me one day uh one night my boyfriend said okay we're going to go (laughs) we're going to have dinner at Simone's Bodega and I'm like amazing we're going to a restaurant I can pay everybody back I can put it on my card and everything so nighttime comes we're walking I'm walking through a field. I smell manure. I see some cows. And I'm like, where's this restaurant? He was like, no, we're going to my friend Simone's bodega. Bodega. Nice. <laughs> and I was like, I love that. I was just like, 
oh my God. <laughs> I was like, I'm like the cityest city girl and I'm in this tiny Pueblo, but it was amazing. Like we had like a barbecue and, and it was like a great experience. Still couldn't pay anyone back, but they were so you, nice about your it. Your presence was a present, you know, your presence was a present. I'm sure they enjoyed it. I'm sure they're happy to have you there. So uh, but, but I really loved my time in the Pueblo. My boyfriend's mom is from another Pueblo. It's a little bit bigger, probably more similar to the one that you live in. There's more people, restaurants, cafes, supermarkets, mm-hmm. and, and everything. Um, in your town, do you have something called Benyas? No. No. I it's so. Uh, interesting because I was like I might I, I might be ignorant on it but you know because <laughs> like my when I went to my boyfriend's Pueblo everybody was like you have to have a peña or even like the little children were like yes they're like do you want to come when they have the fiestas del pueblo the like the uh-huh. festivals of the town like the little kids would be like April come like his younger cousin was like do you want to come to our peña we have some coca-cola and some snacks and I'm like what is a peña I'm like asking I was like what is a peña so what it's, is like, it? it's like it's like a club it's like a, a group it's like some of of like it's like fr- friends but like in my boyfriend's town in Tabara the one that's a little bit bigger it's like so intense like they have Peñas and you have like a name so for example like the one that I'm in I have a Peña now yay <laughs> with his oh sister God, wow. it's it. called yes. La Puerta Floja and um they have like we have t-shirts we have backpacks we have oh God, uh, we have a local so we have like a little area that's spray painted La Cuerda Floja and that's where they have their parties during the festivals of the town and then there's like Peñas of like years like since you were a child until you're like grandparents. So when you see all of the peñas in his town, it's like the, there's like ones of little children and ones of like the grandparents and they all have their t-shirts. And then they, I think like his sister told me they're even like in an association. Like they're like, they pay a fee to be a group. And then like, I thought it was like so wild. I was like, wow, these people. I'm like kind of obsessed with that. Honestly, a little like, like you you mentioned in the other episode you're like your students of first so are all like buddy buddies they're definitely like a peña <laughs> okay yeah word like if not by name like by energy 100%. yeah they have they have or, that. yeah but i i thought it was super cool because like they had they le- legit had like t-shirts backpacks pants scarves like with the name like Cuerra floja and i was like so like my um <laughs> my uh, boyfriend and his sister's like, okay, if you want to survive in the Pueblo, you have to find yourself a peña. And I'm like, but I thought it was like super interesting because like, that's so cool. Like Pueblo life, you know, is very close and everybody's fr- like, everybody knows everybody and they're so open and they're so kind. During your time in Spain, have you been able to visit other places in Spain or other places in Galicia? And so far, what have been your favorites? Um, I've mostly, uh, if I'm, I've been going back and forth in Madrid to see friends, but like for exploring more, I've really only stayed in Galicia and I like want to kind of keep doing that. I'm trying to like see every single, not every single park. I'm like really trying to make my way around. Um, my favorite so far has been Fistera. Um, mm-hmm. and it's along, 
It's one of the coastal towns. Um, it's in Akarunia province and it is known for being the end of the world. Quote unquote. Oh, Portugal um, says they have one too. <laughs> yes, everyone's got the end of the world. Every single person is a flat earth like person. Like it's probably like, you know, the pilgrimage for like BOB and like Kyrie Irving. But like um yeah, it's it's just beautiful. It's just like another like small like fishing town and like it's just like just so like the you know the light there's many different like lighthouses along the coast of Galicia and like this one like you know I call itself the end of the world because you just look and there's like this like expanse of like sea and sky and like you truly feel like you are like at the end of the world you know um so that's definitely been um my yeah definitely my favorite place I've visited so far had an amazing pool pool there like the probably the best must I've be had. amazing the sunset must be amazing sorry Oh my god, the sunset was wild, wild, mm-hmm. insane. Like it was gorgeous. Um, I I really liked Acarunia City. Everyone in Galicia hates Acarunia. That's like their favorite thing to say. Like really, like, I went there. Like, I liked it. I liked it too, but I think it's just like like they like oh everyone in Acarunia is so piho. Like everyone's so freaking posh. <laughs> like all of that. Um, but I really like Acarunia. Like I'm a big Acarunia fan, uh, personally. Um, and I really like Vigo a lot, uh, mm-hmm. mainly because it's like the sea is beautiful. I really want to take a trip to, um, the Isla Cies, which is like, I was about to ask. Coast. Yeah. Yeah. I want to do that in the summertime because I really want to go camping because like the stars there are supposed to be like incredible. So yeah, I've been, you know, to Rivadavia, a bunch of other places, but Galicia is really great. There's like so much to see, especially like on the nature front that like is just awesome. And, um, well, I'm not sure if the people listening would know, but it is quite popular that Santiago de Compostela for the Camino de Santiago, have you, would you do it? Have you thought about, did you know people who have done it? Because that's one of the really big touristic things in Galicia, people from all over the world do this Camino. It's a pink pilgrimage. There's different routes from France, from Portugal, and they all end in Santiago de Compostela. Yeah, no, I definitely would consider, I have friends who've done it, um, uh, both like from here and from like just other offices or friends of mine who's done it. Um, if I do do it, I definitely want to do like maybe like the Portugal route or like the one that goes along the coast because like there's parts by Cicera and all of that, that you just get this beautiful coastal view as you make your way up towards um, Santiago de Compostela. And I went to Santiago earlier this year, but not having like done the Camino or anything. And I saw the cathedral and I just can imagine that like, even if like you're not like a religious person, it's just like kind of like very gratifying to like come to this space that is just like these just ornamental like golden like on the Mm -hmm. inside with like the architecture it just like it's a pretty like cool experience and also not just like you know like I myself I'm not super religious but like um just like seeing everyone kind of coming for like the same Mm -hmm. goal like that's like a pretty intense feeling especially having walked that far I can imagine yeah I feel like the Camino is like the Camino Santiago is one of those things that's like the embodiment of like it's about the journey not the destination but also in this because like you know everybody says that they they like have like some spiritual awakening while they're walking their way to the uh the Santiago de Compostela but I feel like 
it's both. It's literally both. The yeah, journey and then you get there. It's like amazing. Um, we're going to end this podcast and I want to thank Aliza so much again for her time and for sharing these amazing stories. I honestly, I can't believe the story about your watercolor painting in the cafe. That is so beautiful and I love it. And it's going to stick in my brain for the next week. I'm probably going to tell all my friends about it. Um, but thank you again, Aliza, for joining the Ox Life podcast. Thank you for having me. So once again, a huge thank you to Aliza for talking about her experience in the Pueblo. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to like, comment, follow, and support the Oxlife by Nelcap podcast on Spotify and Anchor FM. We also have a TikTok and Instagram, both at Nelcap Spain. And if you are interested in other educational programs of the Ministry of Education through the Spanish consulates in the U.S. and Canada, follow at Spain Ed Office on Instagram. Thank you again, and we cannot wait to talk about serendipity in the next episodes.